I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. That was Brent Musburger. <laughs> I love when Brent Musburger says my name. Hey, and uh, if you missed our first hour, by God, you missed a really good, very informative first hour. Uh, everybody here in Lenore County is talking about the Newburn uh, football championship uh, forfeit. <coughs> and we had Mark Panicelli on from uh, the drive with Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN, as uh, he helped break it down. Uh, you know, listen, we had uh, Brian North on last week. Last Tuesday to talk about, we had Mark Panicelli on today, spent a lot of time talking about, did a little ECU, uh, football talk, a little, uh, Carolina Panthers, but mostly we talked about Newburn. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. I had to hit the cough button there. Uh, if you want to know about it, then you need to, uh, go back and listen to our first hour. You can either listen to the replay right here on bet on the bull at uh, 3 o'clock, you can go to our SoundCloud feed, go to brianhanks.com, or you can listen on 252 ESPN at uh, 3 o'clock, and you can hear all about that. We went through all of Friday night football games. Uh, we'll pro we're, uh, that's what we're getting ready to do here in this hour, too, is we're getting ready to uh, – uh, Adam Spence, yes, uh, a call back to our last hour. Congratulations to Keith Spence for picking up the Dolphins A-chan or A-chain, whatever his name is, and keeping him away from me in the Hanks League. Yes, I, I'm not happy about that whatsoever. Okay, uh, coming up here in just a few moments. In fact, he'll be joining us uh, here on the Spence Automotive Guest Line in just a few seconds. It's going to be Jay Wilson from Green Central High School. His Rams. A huge win this past uh, Friday night on senior night in Snow Hill as uh, Jay Wilson's Rams defeat Washington 30-20. to 20. And I hope, I, hey, uh, Coach, I'm going to speak this into existence here, okay? I think <laughs> yes, in, in all sincerity, regardless of what happens over these last two weeks of the season, and don't get it twisted, <laughs> you know – we are, I, I'm your, I'm the biggest green central fan that lives in Lenore County. You know, this and it's, and it's because of you and it's because of you, but I think you guys did. I think you guys, let's say this, you guys went a long way towards clinching a, a uh, two, a playoff first with that win on Friday night. Your thoughts on that? Definitely. I think, you know, sitting three and one, um, right now with two games to go, uh, and, and, and being four or four overall, I, I, I think, you know, I think that we, we've kind of clinched that berth that, to have some postseason play, I think. Now, again, it, this is North Carolina High School Athletic Association football, so <laughs> you never you never know. But, you know, I've, I've seen some projections. I've seen some, some guys who think they know some things, and, and it looks like, looks like we're going to be in, uh, you know, based on what we, where we are right now. Well, yeah, I will say what <laughs> I said again on our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show on Friday afternoon. I'll say what I said when we had you on the show here on the Brian Hanks show on Friday leading into the game, just what you've done with this team coach. And especially, like I said, going into conference, there were whispers of, you know, Hey, you think oh, Green, yeah. you think green central is even going to win a conference game this year? I mean, and coach what you've done with this program. And I mean, it sincerely is it's another one of the reasons why I respect the hell out of you and just really love what you do with this program. I mean, you, not that I'm saying, see, now it's going to sound like I'm taking a shot at your kids because I promise I'm not, Coach. I know you've got great kids over there, and they love them. Some Jay Wilson, they love playing for the Rams. But I think we can all say not as much talent on this team as there was last year, and you've done a lot with this team this year, Coach. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, not, it's not the talent because these kids are very talented and, and they're very skilled, but it's the collection. It's the, it's the overall amount. I mean, you look up last year, you know, and not to delve too much back into it, but you had Pooh, who was 36 touchdowns. You had John, who was another, I think, 10 or 11, but he's running a 4-2, and he's giving you special teams touchdowns. You have Kamari Hall, who's getting 105 tackles at the defensive end. I mean, you have Logan Wade, who's playing college football right now, who had another 50-60 tackles. You had two senior outside linebackers. So it was it was skill, and then it was also an understanding and having four years of, of, of high-level football in their bag as well. So this year we replaced those guys with, with talented guys, but who just didn't have the experience. And so, you know, th those things all came into play, and, and you saw it early in the season. Um, and then, you know, those guys that I mentioned from last year, 
They were leaders, whether by example, whether by voice, or whether by both. Um, and so those are the things that you, I can't teach you, I can't give you. You kind of have to have it, and you, you have to you have to grow with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, let's see. There's some certain things in life right now, Coach Wilson. Again, I don't even know if I gave you a proper introduction. Joining us right now on the Spence, because I'm so excited about talking about Friday night, but joining us right now on the Spence Automotive Guest Line uh, from Green Central High School is Jay By God Wilson, and uh, very excited to have him on. But there's some certain things in life here, Coach Wilson. Death, taxes, a Green Central comeback in the second half again, down 13-10 to 10 at halftime against Washington uh, and all you do is you score two touchdowns in the third quarter, outscore the Pampack 20 to seven in the second half. I, I you know, one of these days, and I don't know if we're going to get to see you this year. We may get to in the playoffs since we don't have any other playoff teams in our neck of the woods, but, uh, but you've got to allow me to go in at halftime and listen to you give a halftime speech because by God, you did it again <laughs> down seven to nothing against Aiden Grifton. You come back in and blow that game away in the second half. Down thirteen to ten against Washington, you come back and win that game. Coach, can you can you give us a little taste of uh, what you gave the guys uh, in Snow Hill Friday night at halftime? Well, I mean, it was just like the one from before, just a little kumbaya moment. We went in. I had to. I told somebody to go in and light the candles. We cut the light off and we, we did a little seance. It, no. it was it, no, 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 no. Let everybody know you're joking, right? Yes, I'm. I'm definitely joking. <laughs> Um, we just have to go in and sometimes refocus. And, you know, the, 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 the kids today are a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? But I go in, I just remind them, like, hey, here's who you are. Now go show the world who you are. We look up and, uh, you know, we had a block punt. And that's, they gave them the ball about the 25-yard line. And they take about seven plays to punch it in. And then we score. And then we – my kicker kicks to the one human being. I say, don't kick to. <laughs> and then he goes 60 yards for a touchdown. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, God, if we're two bonehead special teams plays away from being up 10 nothing or whatever it is, we're okay. Friday's message was more of a, we're okay. We're fine. We're going to come out here and do what we do um, message more so than the one against Aiden Griffin, which was a little bit had a lot more kumbaya in it than uh, the, the one Friday. Um, but it's, it's, it's just reminding them who they are and like, hey, guys, you're good. Um, and the one thing I can say is that now having these two victories where we kind of come from behind, it, it has sort of built confidence in them that they're not out of the game. Now, we can't go down to West Craven and we can't go down to Fall Bowl and go into halftime down. We don't need that. But it, 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 it does allow them to be able to say, hey, you know, even if we are down a touchdown, even if we are down, you know, 10 points here. So the game is not over. I don't need to hang my head. I can still go play and get, and get, a, and get a victory. Absolutely. Again, the voice you listen to Jay Wilson this morning here on Monday morning quarterback on the Brian Hanks show. Uh, we have the winners on on Monday morning. That's why we've got Jay Wilson joining us right now. <laughs> and uh, and we're, we're not even going to get into West Coast. We, we may touch a little bit on that here in a little bit. But, yeah. I, but I wanted to ask you, uh, who were the, the – and I'm sure it was a team effort, but a couple of guys that you would like to point out that really helped uh, there in the second half that turned that game around and, and gave you guys that 30-20 to 20 win over Washington, Coach? Well, yeah, I definitely got to say, um, you know, shout out James Ballard. James played one of those games where if I tell you what he did in the game, you're going to – I can see your face kind of squint up. <laughs> James started the game at inside linebacker. We're talking about right over the tackle. You know, he's, he's inside linebacker. Well – um, my starting quarterback, Will Rafford, was playing a great first half. He went down with an ankle injury, so he's out. So now I have to pull my starting corner, Jordan Scott, in to go play quarterback. Well, of course you don't want your starting quarterback playing uh, DB as well. So we moved James out to DB, and I think the first possession or second possession he's playing defensive back, he picks. Uh, he has a pick six. Um, for a touchdown, wow. which really, which really, really opens the game. Um, and then I think he wound up finishing the game with like six tackles, the pick six. But he's also the starting running back, and he gives you. I think I think he gave us uh, about a buck thirty on the ground. So you know wow. he just 
he just had one of those games where he checked off all the boxes. Um, and that lead, then that leads to Jordan Scott, who starts the game at DB, has a couple of pass breakups, gets moved to uh, quarterback, has a rushing touchdown, and then has a throwing touchdown all in the second half. Um, and then my man Derek Carrillo, Carrillo, he is uh, he is a he is a transplant. He is a borrowee from the soccer team. He's been he been he started working out with us. He ran track. And he was one day we were just messing around. I was like, hey, Derek, can you kick? Like, he's like, yeah, I can kick. I said, not a soccer ball, like a football. He's like, I don't know. I've never tried. So we lined him up, and he kicking 30 yard field goals in last spring. And so we're like, hey, Derek, you're now a football player. <laughs> and he came out, and he, he, he knocked down a field goal with about, with no time left on the clock in the first half, which made it uh, 12 to 10 or 13 to 10 or something like that for the halftime score. And then he went three for four for on his extra points. So I mean, like he gave us he gave us five to six points right there, just like that. So well, I'm telling you, uh, I know you want to give some love and some praise to not just to the players, but and you've said this several times before through the years too, Coach. I mean. Jay Wilson can't do it by himself. You've got a great – you have developed such a Mm -hmm. great uh, assistant coaching staff too that that points things out to you. And I'm sure these halftime adjustments you're making, they can't be made without your assistant coaches, can they, sir? Oh, not at all. Not at all. I feel like Denzel in the Magnificent Seven. Um, Sometimes when I'm walking out here and I'm just like, yeah, I got all my guys with me. I mean, it it takes so much off of me sometimes um, when you look up and – you know, I'm looking at halftime, and I'm walking in, and I got my offensive guys, and they're, hey, we need to do this. We need to do this kind of block, and I think if we do this, and da 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 And then my defensive guys are like, hey, we're fine, coach. We got to – we need to – he needs to adjust and maybe be inside, shaded, tackle, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so it's not – it's not all on me. So yeah, I can yeah. do – I can do more motivating, and I can do more of the small individual moments like, hey, get this guy back you know, with us mentally because I know they're going to handle the adjustments. And then, you know, it, 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 I mean, it takes a load off. It, it really does. Well, very good. And like I said, I mean, I, I know you well enough to know I mean, you That's why another one of the things we love about you. You have never been the guy that, <laughs> hey, pat yourself on the back. You're like, hey, it's the players. No. Hey, it's the assistant no. coaches. But yeah. you know what? Someone's got to put all that stuff together, Coach, and uh, that, that's Jay <laughs> Wilson. But listen, we're not going to go into a uh, – uh, a, uh, you know, breaking down this week's game, mm-hmm. but I do have a number for you. I think you know what it is, Coach. Hank Stradamus strikes again. Here, here, here uh, 0-18 in all seriousness. I mean, uh, you would think at some point Green Central would mm-hmm. won, but one the Green Central has not played a team that many times and lost to the same team that many yep. times as much as West Coast. Why do you think, before we even go into any kind of depth, why do you think uh, why do you why do you think West Craven has been that dominant against Green Central through all these years, Coach? I, I literally have no idea. Okay. I mean, I, okay. I, Hank, I I mean, I have an idea. I mean, you, I think when you look, you sent it to me one time, and then you know there were times we played back to back to back to back, and then we we missed a couple years, and then back to back to back to back. But I mean, you have you, West Craven is a very talented team. They come from an, they come from an area that has talent all the time. Um, and, 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 you know, Twitch was a great coach and, you know, I, I, but I, I, I can't put my finger on it. I, yeah. I really, I really can't sit here and say, I just, there's a reason why we're 0 and 18. So I just can't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, uh, now I'm not going to be doing, I should let you know this. I've already let the listeners know I'm off this Friday. I'm not going to have a pregame show. Uh, so this will, I know coach. So this will be the last time I get to talk to you. I, I may have, I, you know what? I may try to get you on the show later on in the week. I'll be doing it through I, I Thursday. I, we, I, you, we got to <laughs> talk about this. You, you, you left me last year to go on the cruise. Uh, I mean, that's, I, in the middle of the season? Yeah. I, I know. Well, but, what. Coach, I, I, but let me tell you why. I've got a good excuse. <laughs> Have you heard of the band U2? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the yeah. biggest U2 fan in the world, and I get to see them in Las Vegas this Friday oh. night. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a once mind. in a life. Never. Have you heard about this yeah. new facility they've got there called uh, the Sphere? It's uh, yeah. Dude, that's where we're going to see them at the Sphere. and. 
it, it's hard to turn that down, you know. It's hard to. Uh, I, I, I guess I give you a pass on that one. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I you, in, in that regard, go have fun. Well, you there know? you go. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: going into these last two games, though, and I mean, and you said, I mean, West Craven, who we know, I mean, the history there, obviously, and then. Another rivalry game, uh, as you know, your six rivalry games you play a year in a, a surging Farmville Central team. How do you yeah. and, that, and both on the road too? We need to say that too. Uh, how how are you getting the boys ready for that for these next two weeks here, Coach? Well, I mean, we started we started probably after Southwest, and I said, hey, you have a five week season. Hey, you have a four week season. Hey, you have a three week season. Yeah. And so the message after Friday night was. You control your destiny. You know, I mean, because you're, I mean, you're still, you're still in contention for anywhere from first to third place in the conference just off of what you do. You don't, the first place you would need a little help, but second place, that's on you. You can be the second place team. And I said, you got to understand the team last year finished second. Now it was a whole different route. It was a whole, it was a whole different journey to get to second place, but they finished second as well. So when all the naysayers and all the people that were doubting you three or four weeks ago, when you look up and you can say, hey, we finished second in the conference just like the team last year. So <clears throat> those were kind of that, – that's been sort of the message. But we just had a two-week season, you know, and, and, and what, we, what we do and how we finish will be based on, how, on the next eight days of practice, the next two game nights, and how focused we and, and concentrated we are on being successful. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Coach Jay Wilson – Congratulations! That was a huge win. Like I said, I, and I'm not going to be naive enough to say, "Oh, you clinched a playoff spot," but you got to be feeling pretty good about it. Like you said earlier, that I think you have shown a body of work. I'm talking about your team has shown a body of work yep. this season mm -hmm. that uh, that you're worthy of a playoff position too. And like I said, with uh, the way it's going here in the county, dude, uh, uh, we we may be covering uh, Green Central games. Hopefully, that that would that wouldn't be bad, you know. Yeah, I would. I would love to have you for a playoff game. I would absolutely, absolutely love to hey. know that Brian Hanks is up in the top for the playoff game. There you go, from your lips to Jason Bryant's ears. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell, him, tell him he's got a he's got a pick B over APA this time. There you go. People, I love y'all to death. Smoke is my one of my favorite coaches. Coach Beeman, love those guys. But, hey, first round, y'all got to come see us. You Coach, come see us. you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I'm thinking. We go do Green Central first round. Uh, you yeah. guys will make it to the second round, but we'll have a parent in the second We'll just go from there. Let, hey, let's – let's. I love it. I love it. Listen, Coach Jay Wilson, congratulations, sincerely. <laughs> I love – like I said, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, everybody was, you know, oh, my God, Green yeah. Central. Uh, go from oh, 10 man. wins one season to one win the next season. I love yeah. that you've. I love that you've shut those people the hell up. Okay, that's all I. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's all I got to say. Okay, coach. I'm glad you said it. I'm co-signing. Co <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> hey, Coach Wilson, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. That's Jay Wilson from Green Central High School. Coming up here in just a few moments, we are going to talk to Matt Beeman from Arundel Parrot Academy. His Parrot Academy uh, Patriots with a big another amazing come from behind win. I can't wait to pick his brain about that. But before we do that, though, let me thank the exclusive sponsor of the big interview uh, right here on the Brian Hank Show. It's UNC Lenore Healthcare. UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and uh, again thank you thank you thank you to beverly jenkins all the folks over at unc lenore healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview and man man what a game i told everybody that i wish we could have been in greenville friday night hey nothing against north lenore let me tell you real quick joining us here on the uh spence automotive guest line he's our big interview today it's a rental parrot academy head football coach matt beeman good morning coach beeman Good morning, Brian. How are you doing? I'm not doing as good as you are, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty, 
pretty special Friday night and made for a good weekend. I bet it did, Coach. And uh, listen, I, I've got to reprise what I did in the first hour. You don't have to respond to this. This is Brian Hanks saying this. This is not Matt Beeman saying this, okay? So let me go ahead and get that set up for the listeners. So if any of this gets back around to anybody, you had nothing to do. This is all Brian Hanks. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Okay. Now, we all know you've got an awesome son, man. I've met him many times. He works out there with you. He, you know, uh, a, a good good young man, very polite young man. I, I know you're proud of him. You've got a baby on the way. I know you're awfully proud of that. The, just listen, I've been around, uh, you know, Linda's grandson, so I've been around a baby quite a bit here in the last couple of weeks, so I know how special that is. But I don't know if people know this or not, but you have a third child. Do, do people know that you have a child named John Paul uh, Beeman? <laughs> you don't no have, sir. No I was about to say, sir, you don't have to respond to that. That it's a straight Brian Hanks thing. But, Coach, you did it again. You and your Patriots did it again. You take on John Paul II, the most exciting game in our neck of the woods. Let me tell you something. Uh, John Paul II, and I know I'm doing all the talking here, Coach. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that, but i got to let you know about all this stuff here. So we're doing the game at North and North. Keith Spence is sitting two chairs down from me as we're calling the game. He and I and uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and Paul Whittington on the sideline. But I don't even know if you know this or not. John Paul had a Twitter feed, video feed up, so he's keeping us up to date with the scores as it's going along. I mean, you guys fall behind 35 to 30. There's only a couple minutes left in the game. You score that touchdown to make it 36-35. Just take us through the rest of the game from that point on, Coach. Man, like I say, it was a big fourth down and three. Uh, you know, we call a timeout to kind of come up with what we're going to do on the fourth down and three. And not only do we pick it up, but Jalen Solomon takes it to the house <laughs> to give us the lead. So, you know, a lot of emotion there on our sideline. Uh, and they took over less than two minutes to go. And they end up getting down to around the 31, 32-yard line. That was fourth down and probably close to 10. They had tried a few passes, get the fourth down, and, you know, they call a timeout. They come out and field goal, uh, set up for a field goal, which, you know, obviously you don't see much in eight-man. Well, let, let we me ask you this. How, how far was it? Because we really couldn't it, tell on the video feed how long it, it was, was It would have been a 49-yarder. Okay. 49-yarder. So we uh, let them get set up, and uh, we call a timeout, kind of ice the kicker, and then set up uh, how to block it. Well, obviously, we were a little worried about a fake, so we had some guys set back up to take care of that. But we sent uh, Cade Nixon off the edge, and, man, uh, they snap it. And he's there about the time they get the ball down, and he blocks it. And then uh, Luke Stocks, we should have just fell on it, but, I mean, I get it. motion <laughs> of the game, and he takes it all the way to the house. Student section storms the field. I mean, it was uh, – that's the last two times we've been there, uh, we stormed the field. So, they're probably not too – don't like Parrot coming over there and winning, that's for sure. Hey, Coach, I, I got to tell you, listen, and in the interest of full disclosure, this is, I, I've said all that, so I hope you don't hang up on me now. You sent me a text late night. We were driving to Baltimore. Uh, Scott Whittington and I were driving to Baltimore <laughs> for the Orioles game. So, that's my excuse for why I didn't text you back, Okay. But, okay, uh, okay. but, uh, coach Beeman, uh, there was only one person that picked against you, uh, Friday night. You, you want to <laughs> venture a guess on who that was? Yeah, I, Jason actually called me, uh, that, on Saturday. That bastard. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I, knew. I knew. Coach. Hey, I'll say this though. I've picked against you twice this year and you've won both those games that I've picked against you. So. I, that's the only way I'm trying to I'm trying to save myself here, Coach. Maybe they, I, well, if I was you, I would I would definitely pick against the October 20th next year. Oh, uh, so I do apologize, but yeah, I was the only one, Coach. And I, I'm man enough. I wasn't man enough. What at midnight uh, Friday night to admit it to you as I was uh, <laughs> driving up 95 to Baltimore. But I am man enough live on my show to admit it to you. Okay. There you go. That that works. <laughs> hey, uh, but man. What what do you think it is? I mean, and this is this is well. I don't know though. <clears throat> you know, if it's going to be a rivalry, the other team needs to win some too. Oh no, I didn't just say that. But but it is. I mean, it's becoming pretty exciting. These, I mean, these end of game finishes. I mean, we don't have to remind anybody about last year's sixty six to sixty win at John Paul II when you won on the on the final play of the game. You basically win on your final offensive play of the game, and this one then a big defensive stand to block the field goal and everything. 
Uh, you beat them in the state championship last year by three points. Coach, what – I don't even know the question I'm trying to ask here other than just how do you explain all these great finishes against, listen, a very good John Paul II team, Coach? Yes, I mean, very good program. Uh, they do things the right way over there. I mean, they've got a good good program going, and we just seen – I mean, our guys, we don't panic. Uh, the biggest thing is, I mean, they stay the course. And they believe they can win. And I think, you know, obviously, you know, from John Paul's side, get the close game, you know, now you start wondering uh, what's going to happen now. You know, they've had us beat a couple times, and uh, we've been able to pull it out and just glad we've been on that side of it. Well, I got to tell you, like I said, you would have been the, – the cool thing was, like I said, Spence had uh, had it up on his phone. And, I mean, we break down everything, all our equipment. You know, you've seen how we do, you know, when we're at your place. Yeah. We're, we're carrying it out to the car. He is giving us literally play-by-play play of what's going on through what's happening with uh, that JP2 feed. And we stood outside my car for about three or four minutes with the timeouts and all that. And, dude, I'm sure people were looking at us as we were jumping up and down and <laughs> celebrating. I'm serious, dude. Me and him and Paul Whittington, uh, me and Spence and Paul Whittington just jumping up and down. We were celebrating. That's when I sent you that text message. We had just finished watching it <laughs> out in the parking lot at North Lenore, dude. So you had three fans watching you uh, from Wheat Swamp, okay? We'll take it. We'll take it. It was an exciting one. I mean, we, some, of the, some of the most exciting games I've coached that I've actually been against JP <laughs> and on that field. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say that other part again, but yes, yes, yes. Hey, you got a week off, Coach. Uh, you take on uh, Wayne Christian at home on senior night on uh, a week from this Friday. So you're off this week. Uh, what uh, what do you guys work on? And uh, I mean, I'm not even going to ask you to break down Wayne Christian. Good Lord, they've got another game coming up this Friday. Then it's, uh, what, 13 days away or whatever, 11 days away from right now. So I'm not even going to ask you to try to break any of that down. But we know Wayne Christian's a damn good team. I mean, they are. They're, they're pretty doggone good. Uh, what, what are you guys working on this week and next week getting ready for Wayne Christian? Yeah, you know, Wayne Christian's 7-1, undefeated in eight-man. The only loss they had is just Harold. Uh, They're they're number one ranked team in max prep, and they're the favorite to win it. So, obviously, it's going to be a big game at our place. Uh, We'll we'll have two weeks to prepare, which will help us as well. Uh, You know, but biggest thing is, you know, since that Rocky Mount game, I, we were, I was very disappointed. It felt like we were, we were a soft football team. And I came in Monday morning and said, guys, we might not be very good, but any team I coach is not going to be known as soft. And we have gone full and hit every day. I'm talking about Thursday morning walkthrough. We have been full and we have hit every day. So we probably need a week to kind of recharge our batteries because I've been on them pretty hard. And I, yeah, the good thing is they responded. You know, and that's as a coach, you always wonder, I, I, I was going to make them or break them, you know, one of the two. And uh, they, they responded and met the challenge. So we'll use this week to kind of freshen up, get back, get get the legs back under, and uh, just prepare for, for Wayne, you know, pretty dynamic team. Well, there you go. Well, uh, Coach, listen, congratulations. Uh, and I mean that sincerely. And I, I'll leave you with this, okay? And you don't have to. It's another one of those. You don't have to respond. But <laughs> if you get a Father's Day card from Greenville and it says John Paul Beeman on it, you'll know where it's coming from, okay? Uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, congr- in all sincerity, congratulations. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay, sir? Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. That's Matt Beeman, a head football coach at Arundel Parrot Academy. Another amazing win this past Friday night against John Paul II. And uh, I enjoy him playing along with me there. That was a lot of fun. Okay, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up this Monday, October 9th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It is Monday, October the 9th in the year of our Lord 2023. Guess what happens later on this week, Jonathan Massey? I believe we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Oh, my gosh. We are mere mere hours away almost right now. Hello, beautiful woman. Do you see that beautiful woman back there? For you listening on the radio, Brian's talking to a lady down the hall. It's Monday, October the 9th. Uh, how was your weekend, gents? I went to the, uh, some old folks' homes and read to the elderly. I helped. Uh, uh, there's a crew. We uh, went around uh, McElwain Street filling potholes since apparently the city's never going to do it. What would you fill them with? Uh, bubble gum. Okay. Jonathan? Well, you know, I... Uh 
I tried to give back a little bit, you know. Um, tried to take my kids somewhere and give them back. Nobody would take them. Uh, I came by here to, to steal some stuff while you were gone. But um, <laughs> You see, on your first point there, there's this meme, and it's actually pretty funny. The guy says, they told me if I had a vasectomy, I wouldn't have any more children. So the guy gets the vasectomy, and he looks out the window, and he says, they're still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's fine. I like that. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I, I forgot my key. So um, I don't keep it locked anyway. So I know. Uh, for those of you wondering, it's uh, six to no, I'm just uh, mm, yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, mm. Then I got in here and I realized I didn't want any of it, so I watched TV for a little while. <laughs> and uh, I used your bathroom. Oh, didn't, you were the one. Didn't flush. This segment sponsored by Goeco Office Automation. Well, Dawson, yes. it's your turn. You won on Friday, four to one. You lead three days to two here in the month of October mm. uh, 16 to nine in birth you've won three days all of them four to one yes he's won two days three to two so you if this comes down to a tiebreaker you're in pretty doggone good shape for the tiebreaker well, I'm sure you two will find a way to uh to uh, fix that Brian he said you too did you hear what he said there? Ah, yeah ah. speaking of you two please stop <laughs> on behalf of the audience <laughs> on and the band yeah. Please stop. They do have a restraining order. So, hey, we do need to talk about this, though, as we are a mere four days away from going. We are still getting tats, right? Yeah. Okay. So I've, I plan on it anyway. I am. Well, I'm going to right here on my right shoulder. And decided what? Yeah, I may get that. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be expensive is what that would it be. It would be. I think I'm just going to get U2, maybe Vegas. U2, maybe the whole, maybe the U2 UV thing. What do you think? I mean that's not what I'm going with, but what are you getting? I'm getting the 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 Astro baby. That's awesome. Probably here. Okay, I'm getting mine on my shoulder. We should, you know, we should both take a picture of John Dawson with us and get John's face tattooed on our arms. What do you think? Nah. <laughs> Scare your doctor. I'm actually death. I'm actually getting two though. I'm getting the the Astro baby and the Who logo right here, same time. Well, how long is that going to take, though? It'll be fine line. It, it's not going to be super bold. Stuff, Astro so. Baby I could, is like a stick drawing. It shouldn't yeah. take that long. Yeah, that one will take 15 minutes. It'll take longer to set up everything than actually do it. I think I'm going to get Octoon Dawson on my arm. What do you think? <laughs> Caution Dawson. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, okay, uh, tell us about GoEco Office Automation over there, John Dawson. Well, uh, Jacques Passeleg, uh, he does not offer tattoos down there, but he's got some printers. If you stuck your arm in there, it would, it would stay on there for a pretty long time because those copies are built to last. Uh, just like his customer service, it's not going to go away. And if you need some improvements to your business or if you just have an idea for a business and don't know where to start, Jacques is, the, uh, is ground zero for your uh, office automation and money-making needs. Back to you, Brian. I like it. Well, you know what? I'm going to kick it over to our son, uh, Jonathan Massey, over there, who is in mid-yawn. I'll wait till he finishes. Are you through? Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, if we want to call Jacques Passeleg, how can one doest that? Well, okay. Yeah. You two look at each other while I talk. 252. Two. Two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four five four. Now kiss. Or you can visit his website at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I like it. A stall for ten seconds while I get this artist ready here. Little known fact: you know the tribe of Native Americans that lived under Niagara Falls. They were actually obese. Do you know why? Why? Because they didn't have to go hunt because animals and stuff that would float down the river and come over the falls and die on impact. The, the food was just there. They didn't have to go run through the woods and hunt. Therefore, they were obese because of that. Oh, I did not know that. Did you know that? I did not. I know, uh, dude, I worked in West Virginia for a minute, okay? Uh, when I first got out of the Army, I worked for this company called Olin Mills. Remember they Why would used you just to work there for 60 seconds, all that driving? Anyway, uh, while I was up there, this is in what? I don't even know, the early 90s. For anyone out there speaking English, it means he worked up there for a little while. There you go. But they uh, uh, they drained a, a pool, or they drained a uh, river. Yeah, a river. 
and they had the biggest catfish and they like they cut open some of these catfish and they had human arms human hands wow, so they're like goats basically yeah, basically yeah and i mean they i remember they said they solved like 12 missing people <laughs> reports and stuff i guess the mafia i guess jersey to west Virginia. who knows I just thought that was very interesting. Hatfield so. to McCoy's. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. Okay, uh, this is our first birth. First. My birth. Our birthday. Yeah, we'll this is our first birthday. He sold more crazy than Crazy Guggenheim. He sold more than 18 million albums in the U.S. alone. It's. Jackson Brown. I love this song. Forrest had this eight track in the car. Forrest Gump? Oh, Forrest Okay, you cut that. <laughs> I thought you. Well, because this song is in Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, when he's running, uh-huh. you know, when he, I, I just, I, I just ran. So I thought, I swear, hand to God, I thought you were talking about. When I was a kid, my father, Forrest, had this eight track in his car. Yeah. So I heard this a lot. I like this song. Yeah, I do too. Oh, yeah. Running got, on empty. It's got this and his version of Stay, that beach music song. Jackson Brown does a version on there. I remember so, he didn't like the whole album because he recorded over some of it, but he kept a couple of the songs on there. Oh, very good. Jackson Brown, how old is he today over there? Jonathan Parrott Dawson. 74. You say 74. Jonathan Massey. 75. How are you so confident about that? I'm not. I'm just being assertive. You should have been uh, because you were right on the dot. He was born uh, October 9th, 1948. So, indeed, 75 years old today. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't tell y'all, we have four. Not one, not two, not three, but four musical hands. That wasn't a bad one, right? No. I think you're going to like this one. Oh, let's see. This is live, by the way, just so you know. I know. It's, it's such a good song. Okay, she was married. She's been married to this artist since 1982. Oh, Sharon Osborne. Her, fa- her father was a uh, music manager, but he was actually in the mafia. And she kind of does her business the same way from what I've read. You don't mind, right? It doesn't affect me. It's yeah. fine. Sharon Osborne, who I got to tell you, kind of does it for me a little bit, man. I can't explain it. It's definitely not the accent because I hate an English accent, as you know. But they're just something. Irish is fine, but you don't like a British. I one. love Irish. It's because I hate the British. I think British are awful. Isn't Linda's mom British? <laughs> That's how it goes. This is Ozzy Osbourne, but oh, sorry, sorry, it's too loud. I know. Uh, Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. So uh, Sharon Osbourne over there. Uh, well, no, it's you, uh, yeah. Jonathan Massey. Can How I get a phone today? a friend? Because I'm pretty sure Summer knows. Really? Yeah. Amy Poehler did a really great Sharon Osbourne on SNL. Do you want to call her? No. Okay. no I'm going to say 67. You say 67. What do you say, John Dawson? 68. What'd you say? 67. She was born uh, October 9th, 1952. So she's 71 today. Wow. wow. Very young looking 71, too. Well, she's had more surgery than Dolly Ozzie's Parker. never had surgery, I don't think. Really? Do you I think? Not, co- not cosmetic, no. He's probably had 9,000 surgeries to stay alive. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, you're probably oh, right and he's that. already he's already talking because, you know, he just had another pretty big surgery. He's talking another tour. Yeah. After he just had to cancel one. I'm glad I got to see him with Black Sabbath. That was a great show. Was it? Fantastic. Okay. Uh, this is our only non-musical hint. He was Jay. This is for you, uh, John Dawson. He was Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. I just He's got one of the greatest voices out there. It's, it's John something. John O'Hurley. Hey, we, every Thanksgiving, he hosts that dog show is on television, and we, it's part of a family tradition. We love watching that show. But does he not have a great voice? I wish I could do it. I can't do it. And I actually uh, I went down a rabbit hole, and I was going to do a YouTube thing with it, but I couldn't find anything short enough. And I got to get off the yim yammy lean. <laughs> that was terrible. But much better than I could. Much better than I could have done. Okay, I just said much better than I could have done. <laughs> It's Hi, I'm Jay Peterman. Was that close? 
Dawson? <laughs> uh, he's going to kill somebody soon. <laughs> Who, Jay Peterman? No, John. Oh, why do I feel like it would be me? Hey, you haven't even said anything about my shirt. Look at my shirt I have on. The Cubs and the Reds. The season opener in 2016, Gabe Wisnan and I, we were on a trip for the free press. It was that trip. The was last Jay Peterman there? No, we'll get Why? back to Jay Peterman in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Gabe Wisnan and I went. That was that trip where uh, it was my last trip when I was with the free press. You stopped doing LSD on that trip, did you? No, no, I think that's when I probably started. <laughs> anyway, uh, but we went to the game. We went to their season opener, and what did they do? They ended up winning the World Series that year. Yep, yep, you don't want to talk to me about that. Who'd they beat in the World Series? I don't remember. All Cleveland. the Indians, that's right. Yeah. So if you were interested in the Jay Peterman conversation, <laughs> just hold on. No, we're back, we're back. Okay. I just realized the shirt that I had on, and I wanted to show Massey because oh. – <laughs> Uh, is that not cool? Uh, we were there for the season opener. Yeah, for, it's uh, cool, and I hope nothing good ever happens to Chicago again. I I think it'll be another hundred and what eight years before they win good, another I'll be dead. World Series. Yeah. Anyway, Jay Peterman, uh, Jonathan Parrot Dawson, it's your turn. <laughs> King of the non sequitur. The ADHD hour on the Brian Hank show. <laughs> um, seventy. You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Parrott Massey? 71. Ah, you should have gone the other way. Really? Would have been a great number for you. October 9th, 1954, John O'Hurley was born. That means he is 69 today. 69 years old, John Dawson. Yes. It seems like he was that older one. than them on that show, though. I don't What's know. It's the what? white hair. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so it's two to one now? Yes, you're right. Okay, two to <laughs> Two to one, you lead. And, uh, okay, we have two uh, people who have passed away. Uh, let's see. It's either Entwistle or Moon. <laughs> he was the bassist for this band. John Entwistle died the uh, night before a tour. Did he? And In I saw Vegas? that was the tour. I saw, yeah. I, I saw them on that tour. I, mean, mm. I, I went to Michigan. Who played for him then? They brought in Pino Palladino. He was uh, he played on Pete's solo albums, and he was regarded as the best session bassist in the world. So, what year uh, did he die? Two thousand two. So he died twenty one years ago. I know, I know how old he was when he died. Uh oh. So I got to get this right. Got to get this right on the button there, dude. John Entwistle. Uh, how does he go? Is one of the best bassists of all time. They said he was the bass player of the Millennium Bass Player Magazine. Wow. So. Give me a song that I could play that uh, would highlight. The Real Me. <laughs> First thing that came up was The Real Slim Shady. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I have two numbers stuck in my head because I... I think I have the ballpark. I'm He's not part of the 33 wrong. club. Or the 27 club. Or the 27 club. I can't remember. Did I give something? You looked at me like I just gave something no, away. I'm trying to, though. Oh. 77. You say 77. Indeed, he is not 77. He is 74. Uh, 78. No. He was born October the 9th, 1944. He's 79. You still get it. He was 57 uh, when he died. Uh, he could have died before his birthday. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just telling you this. Well, maybe Wikipedia is wrong. I will look it up again to make sure because I want to make sure I get this right here. Google. What year was John Entwistle born? October 9th, 1944. So he's 79 today. Okay. Still got it. Yes. And you've already clinched another day. He's up three to one. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed here, dude. Okay. Uh, this guy was a, a co-founder of this band. God, this, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know why I had it in my head. He was 56 or 57. 
He was a co-founder, co-lead singer of this band. Is he alive or dead? He's dead. He died by an assassin's bullet in 1980. John. Oh, shoot. Is that McCartney or is that Lennon right there? That's Lennon. That's what I thought. I thought it was Lennon. He had to pay Chuck Berry for using those lines. I heard a... uh, Oh, really? Yep. But he did, though, right? uh Yeah. I heard a rumor that that the guy that shot Lennon was actually aiming for Yoko. I can't believe I, I love this song, by the way. And I mean, I have, if I did my top five all-time Beatles songs, this would definitely be in it, dude. That seems a little excessive. What, what is your, your top dis- five? Yeah, what is your top five for the Beatles? I don't even care about the Beatles that much. I mean, Strawberry Fields. Um, Walmart Guitar Gently Weeps. No. Um, uh, here Comes the Sun. I like that. Um... Wait a minute. I won't. I can tell you is you got to be free. Come together. Please stop hitting the dog. It's not there. Over me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I love that part, dude. Uh, let me just guess his age. Okay. <laughs> How old would John Lennon be if he hadn't a guy shot by John Chapman? Hinkley. No, Hinkley's Hinkley shot, shot Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. Mark Chapman. Mark Chapman, that's it. And yeah. there was a TV movie about that, That and the guy that came in to audition for Lennon, his real name was Mark Chapman, and he changed his name, but Yoko found out and fired him. Wow. He got shot, what, 70? No, in 1980. 80. Whose guess is it? Yours. 83. <laughs> All right, people know. Oh. Me, God, I love that song. Uh, dude, you win again four to one. Yes, you've won four days this month, all of them four to one. You lead in individual birthdays 20 to 10. You are actually dominating this month so far. Jinx. You know what's gonna about stop it. He's gonna win a stop bunch it. of days three to two. Stop it. <laughs> You're gonna have the overall stop birthdays. <laughs> the Beatles, that's what I was The Beatles, not, not my bag. I'm they're fine. I don't. I don't get all the worship. I think they're the soap opera around the band has more to do with the worship than the music. But that's just me. Okay, please. Get, we got plenty of time. I just want to hear this last part of the song, dude. This is awesome. You ready? Does Linda not let you listen to music if they're not here? Yes. <laughs> one and one is three. Does, what does that mean? Got to be good looking cause he's so hot to see. It doesn't mean anything, Come Brian. together means something to me, John What does it Dawson. mean? Tell me. Nonsense. It means they got stoned and looked at the newspaper and started... A day in the life, they just picked up a newspaper and started singing. You need to stop thinking. That's one of my favorite Beatles songs. That's what they time. did. I'm I not know, making it up. I know, but it was still genius. Drug addicts. God, I love the Beatles, man. Okay, uh, hey, you win again, John Dawson. Four uh-huh. to one. You now lead four days to two, twenty to ten in birthdays. And uh, hey, if today's your birthday, like the great. John Lennon from arguably the greatest band of all time, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but how cool is it, John Entwistle in uh, from the actual greatest band? Hey, you know I love the Who. Think I'm going to denigrate blow the, the Who? Beatles off the stage with two, with a hand tied behind their back. That's why the Beatles quit touring because they couldn't hang with those bands. Really? Yeah. I thought they quit touring because they hated each other so much. No, they quit touring. I said, well, we can't hear it. The people are screaming too loud. But they quit touring because they couldn't compete with The Who and Hendrix and Cream and Zeppelin. That's why they stopped touring. And The Rolling Stones. You the Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones, I could. When did they stop They're very touring? overrated as a live well, they band. They stopped touring in, what, 66? Yeah. 65, 66, something like that. Stones yeah. live are kind of horrible. Every <sighs> song sounds the same. Hey, if today's your birthday, have a great birthday. We'll see you on uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, on on tomorrow, on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation.
Thank you again to Jacques Passeleg and Goico Office Automation for uh, being the title sponsor of the birthday game. We absolutely positively could not do it without him, and uh, we do appreciate him for sure. Uh, again, no local birthdays. Uh, we've got a couple tomorrow. We've uh, got one on Wednesday, but uh, just like I said, it's a little bit surprised we don't have a whole lot of local birthdays. But, uh, man, as we are wrapping up today's show, again, want to thank our, uh, our guests that joined us. I'll tell you what, before we do that, though, uh, did, I didn't really get to go into in the first hour. Let's tell you again uh, who won all the games on Friday night, the scores of all those games. <laughs> all those games as he is playing some John Entwistle right now from the Who. Let's see. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, let's see here. Again, uh, the final scores for Friday night, East Oakland 42, North Lenore 0. Uh, James Keenan defeated Kenston 49-26. to uh, Come back from Kenston there at the end to make that game a little more respectful uh, than uh, down in deep run. South Lenore lost to Southwest Onslow 50 to nothing. So if you are doing math at home, uh, what, 91, 141 to 26 uh, was the, uh, the final there uh, for the three Lenore County teams. Against uh, East Duplin, James Keenan, and Southwest Onslow, thank you, Parrot Academy. Uh, just uh, a great come-from-behind win to beat uh, John Paul II, 42 to 35. And if uh, you didn't hear earlier in this hour, man, we had uh, Matt Beeman on just uh, breaking that down for us, and it was just a heck of a game. If you were at the North Door game and you saw Paul Whittington, Keith Spence, and I standing out by my car, all three of us squinching, looking over a little phone, that's because we were trying to watch the tail end of that uh, Parrot Academy Green, uh, John Paul II game. It was just a heck of a game. But congratulations to the Parrot uh, Patriots, their third win in a row. Uh, they are now 5-2. and two. Uh, Green Central, big win for them. Thank you to Jay Wilson for coming on earlier in this hour uh, as uh, he was telling us about the Rams beating Little Washington 30-20 to on Friday. I-, I said it when I had him on, and I hope I'm not doing any kind of jinxing here whatsoever, but I really think that clinched a, a playoff spot for the Rams. Uh, they're now 4-4 four and four overall. More importantly, though, they're 3-1 and one in the conference. They do have a couple of big games coming up. And uh, to wrap up their regular season, including West Craven this Friday night. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, Aiden Grifton, uh, to me, the upset of the night. Uh, Aiden Grifton uh, lost to North Pitt 36-30. to That was uh, the Chargers' fourth straight loss in a row. Uh, they are now 3-5 and five overall, 0-4 in the conference. The Panthers uh, improved to 4-3 and three overall, 1-2 in league play. And then uh, East Carteret defeated uh, Jones Senior 51 to nothing. Uh, Saturday's game, Bethel lost 48-6 to to Lawrence Academy slash Albemarle School. So that gets you all the scores from Friday night here on Monday morning quarterback. Uh, this Friday's games, uh, Kinston is at home against Wallace Rose Hill. That is our Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week. It'll be Paul Whittington and uh, Barry Stallings on the call for that game. Uh, other games in our neck of the woods. North Lenore is at James Keenan. South Lenore is at East Duplin. Uh, Bethel hosts Northeast Academy. Green Central is at West Craven. Aiden Griffin is at Southwest Edgecombe. Uh, Jones Senior is at home against Northside Pine Town and Parrot Academy off this week. Again, thank you so much to uh, Mark Panicelli in our first hour, Jay Wilson, Matt Beam in our second hour. Tomorrow's show, uh, we've already got it lined up here. Richard Clark will be in our first hour. Then Allie Warnock and Stacey Heath in our second hour to talk about Bradfest. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.